If you have $5 billion, you shouldn't be mean to nobody. And, and you know, and here's, here's, a, here's the other honest to God truth. I've never heard of Zuckerberg or uh, Bill Gates or any of those being like directly mean to nobody. Elon Musk is the only person I've seen be mean. He's the only billionaire I've seen be mean to somebody in public, like publicly. Right. You know? But usually it's like what well, you you cause that should be a rule. If you if you're worth a billion dollars, anyone, any U.S. citizen should be able to smack it out you if you disrespectful at all. <laughs> Welcome back, BS with Brian Simpson, episode uh, seventy five. Uh, thanks everybody for for subscribing to this shit. The subscribers are going up every week. I like that. You know, we I think we're gonna hit five thousand in the next month, uh, which would be great. We'll celebrate with nothing. If you want to, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, you want advice from the advice champ, email me at businesswithbrownsmith at gmail dot com, or you can leave us a voicemail at three two three four five one one nine eight zero. And also, don't forget if you want to see me. Live, you can go to brownsimpsoncomedy.com or you can go to my socials, which is BS Comedian on everything, and click on the link tree. And you can see me every Tuesday night uh, hosting Bottom of the Barrel at the Comedy Mothership in Austin, Texas. Okay. Um, I, I don't know. I had an elephant in the room in my brain as I was walking in here. And uh, I know you I know you brought up the Trump thing, but I just, I just feel like – see – the reason that's not interesting to me is because I think it's stupid. Like I, I mean, it's it's a it's a it's a show thing. You know, it's like this motherfucker's not going to prison. You you know, because every everybody I know that like we like hating Trump is their hobby. You know, it's yeah. like I, I I don't know. I you know they, they get off on you know the, every time the number goes up, they want to tell me he's been at sixty billion charges. It's like yeah 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 yeah, and that they they're doing that. So that you are satisfied with them not doing anything else, you know that's right. what it looked like to me. Yeah, this motherfucker's not going to prison. When has a billionaire again? No one, no one's, no one that disagrees with me has answered this question. <laughs> when has a billionaire gone to prison for any reason other than fucking with other rich people's money? It's not gonna happen, bro. Maybe he'll get indicted. Maybe he'll get convicted. And then he'll get pardoned by the next president. Or he, or he might get pardoned by Joe Biden. I was going to say, regardless of whether it's a Democrat or Republican. I oh, would yeah, yeah. If he, gets he, might get, he might get pardoned by Joe Biden. I, and that wouldn't even, that wouldn't shock me at all. And some of you motherfuckers would be heartbroken. No, Joe, not you too. Like, you can't look back at all the history of these motherfuckers. You know? Well, but one, one thing, though, is the president can't pardon you for a state crime. And that's that's like why, I that's mean, facts. I guess the governor, the governor, governor of Georgia could pardon him. I guess. Yeah, a whole lot of people like this is y'all, y'all, y'all don't understand. All these motherfuckers are in cahoots. The politics is just a public thing, <laughs> you know. But they, they, they not enemies for real. It's yeah. just a game that they went. You like like you know how you see like you know how you see two uh, two. Two UFC fighters beat the living fucking shit out of each other, like like they throwing elbows that could crush the other one's skull. And then when the fight's over, they fucking hug. Yeah, that's what the that's what the politics is. They come out in front of the cameras and they say all this and that, and they make all these remarks. Sometimes they go overboard promoting the fight. 
You know, they, they bring mamas into it. They bring children into it. But when the fight's over, they hug and kiss. Because at the end of the day, what's good for one of them is good for all of them. That's how they all act. You know? So I don't even pay attention to the Trump trials. I, I have no idea. If I feel like the last week Google has finally gotten it. I don't give a fuck. They stopped showing it. They stopped recommending it. I don't, cause I don't know about everybody else, but I wake up and you know, um, well, iPhone users, I don't know if y'all had the same thing, but but if I swipe, uh, if I swipe right on my home screen, it's like a news feed over there on the you know, yeah, yeah we like, like to the Apple left, news. right, 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 and so that's where I start my day most days, and you can tailor that by saying, don't show me this, I don't like that, you know, and and theoretically over time, it's supposed to know you or whatever. So I start my day on the feed, and now they finally stopped showing me politics. Thank God. Unless I think they know me, they got me down pat. If somebody, unless somebody died, I don't want to hear about it. Tell me a politician died so I can celebrate. Today's my birthday. And happy birthday, Brian. I'm, yeah, yeah, happy yeah, yeah, birthday. Yeah. But I'm not celebrating my birthday. But if some, if a politician died today, I would throw a party. I would buy myself a piece of cake. <laughs> you understand? So I, uh, yeah, that's that. Uh, in tech news, so some of you may not know, but I am, uh, you know, as I've demonstrated, I hate to, I hate to label myself this, but I am the classic pay pick. Um, mm-hmm. Blizzard's got me; they got me with the Diablo. It's it's running out of steam. I, I mean, they running out of time. You know, they got a year to fix the, you know, Starfield's about to come out, which isn't really the same type of game, so maybe that's not a direct competition. But Path of Exile 2 is coming for that ass. I don't know what type of shit they own, but Path of Exile 2 is coming for that ass. So get get it together, Diablo. It, it's 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 mind-blowing to me that they didn't bring in someone from the Path team, like a former Path of Exile, like, or just play the game and take the best ideas, take some of the best ideas. They didn't borrow any of the best ideas. Anyway, um, I also I I got my I got a, this I'm on it right now this device, uh, my Samsung tablet the new S9 Tab Ultra whatever, and um, for all intents and purposes it's the same as last year the Tab S8 Ultra but it's got you know faster memory you know it's got a SD card slot which I like it's got a better screen but here's my fucking problem this thing this tablet costs i think twelve hundred dollars on its own obviously if you trade you know i'm i'm not paying that much for it because i trade in everything so you know at the end of the day it ended up coming up to like four hundred dollars or something like that but here's the here's my problem with this everything about this tablet is better or the same except the fingerprint sensor it's worse which and i haven't heard any of the any tech reviewers talk about this because I got I right now I put it like this. I have three tablets right now, right? Because I ordered this one. I ordered the S9. I got it early. I set it all up. And then part of the setup process is the fingerprint sensor. And this motherfucker kept being like, like it's not recognized. I, I literally put in the same finger all max the maximum times to try to get the accuracy. <laughs> and it just it's so inconsistent. It's driving me fucking crazy. And I I got it the day before I left town. I went to L.A. And 
and I'm, I tried everything to use it better. I cleaned it. I restarted the whole fucking thing. I did it again. And then I just came to the conclusion, you know what? I must have just got a bad one. Like, there's something wrong with this fingerprint sensor. And so I set up the return and bought a new one. So by, and by the time I got home, the new one was there. And, and I went to go set it up. Guess what? Same fucking thing. So it, this is just an issue with whatever the, these fingerprint sensors they're using this year. And the, and the thing is, th th and this is the problem with Samsung, is their tech is amazing. But, but their quality control is trash and their customer service is hit or miss. Because when it comes to something like this, because it's not in any of the forums. I haven't seen anybody talk about it on Reddit. Like when it comes to a problem like this, what's going to happen is you're going to call their customer service. And you're going to get somebody that's just reading from a prompt. And, and you know what happens when they do that. They're going to talk to you as though you've never seen a tablet before and never set up a fingerprint before. And they're going to just walk you through how to set up a fingerprint, which I already know. And they're going to walk you through all the troubleshooting things, which I've already done. You know, it's broken. Or, it's, or maybe, it's a, maybe it's purposefully this way. Um, what's so funny though, is I found that when I cover, <laughs> this is crazy because I don't have the facial recognition set up. When I cover up the camera, the fingerprint sensor works. Whoa, so what? I know this is crazy. When I cover the camera, <laughs> the fingerprint sensor is more accurate and I have no idea why the fuck that is. I don't know if it's a software thing or whatever. And, and this is two back to back. You, you know, and, and I'm all, I'm tempted to just order a third one and really, really, nail it down but it's like I wouldn't even know where to report this or what, they, or what they're doing to fix it because I don't, I don't see anyone else complaining about it you know and then and then I pick up my tab my tab S8 because I still have it I haven't returned I haven't exchanged it yet and it works just perfectly so and I'm and I like all of the minor improvements on this one so much that I'm I'm conflicted I don't know if I'm just going to fucking return this and just keep the S8 because it's it's because I know myself you know <clears throat> The fingerprint thing is going to drive me crazy because it's literally it's something that you interact with every single time you you turn on the tablet and it, it it's it's frustrating as fuck. And I'm talking about even during the setup process, it's frustrating. You know, sometimes it'll miss your finger, like you you're doing it exactly as it's telling you to do, and it'll just be like, sorry. And if it gets it wrong twice, it'll just start over and be like, uh. you know, and you run the diagnostic, it says it's fine. It, so I don't know what the fuck to do. I, I, I'm, I'm. This is probably gonna be the last time you see it. Look at the thing, ain't it a beaut? It's probably be the last time you see it because uh, I'm real close to sending this shit back. And and that that's what it is to being a Samsung fan. You just gotta suffer in silence sometimes because they will literally put something out that they know has a problem, and they'll just not. They'll just won't talk about it. <laughs> you, you know, and if it's, if it's something they see as a minor thing. You know, and, and, you know, think about what kind of person you would have to be at Samsung to be like, oh, the way you unlock your device, you know, the thing you have to do every single time you touch it, that's that's flawed, but that's acceptable to them. You know, uh, the customer service person is basically like, well, anyway. the fingerprint unlock? Yeah, I don't do the face well, or the fingerprint unlock. Well, yeah, that's that's easy to do on your phone. But when, oh, you're, sure. talking about your, when you're talking about your tablet, it's like a, it's just a pain in the ass to have to. Uh, to, to have to, to have to put in a code on the tablet because the screen is so fucking huge, you know. Yeah, fair. And and so, and sure, I would I would do that, but it but it bothers me. This is a this is a over a thousand dollar device. Right. The, the basics should fucking work, you know. 
And so I have no idea what they plan on doing about it or if they or and here's the other thing again every other tech reviewer every other youtuber that I've seen review this has not mentioned it at all and I know and I know like some of them aren't allowed to because they're sponsored by Samsung or whatever but I literally I don't see anyone else saying saying it at all so I, white. you know um no no I mean actually you know what's so funny that's funny you say that cuz um, most of the tech reviewers I watch are not white. Interesting. Um, obviously MKBHD, but he kind of sticks to the mainstream sure. stuff. He didn't review this tablet. Um, but I first, I go to Flossie Carter first. That's my first go-to when it comes to tablets and phones and stuff like that. Cause he, he gives it, he, he, he does in-depth thorough shit, you know? And he, and I know that he buys every device himself, so he's not sponsored. So he ain't bullshitting, you know? Um, but yeah, I go to quite a few. I, I watch quite a few. Uh, the reason why I, the reason why the reason why I ask is because the the fact that the fingerprint works worse when the camera is on is very bizarre, and a lot of stuff no, no, has no, issues no. with oh, black right, skin. Right. Yeah, not when it, but the camera shouldn't even have anything to do with it. No, right? I know. I, I yeah, I, I have I have no idea. I don't know what the um infrastructure. Uh, infrastructure is for the facial I, I recognition think it's and a, the I think it's a software ID. issue. I think I think it's set up to, it's tr the camera is interrupting something. But but here's the other thing too is uh um the, the Samsung uses this the ultrasonic fingerprint sensors when uh, I think most other people use uh, optical ones. So other people, the other other fingerprint sensors are literally taking a picture of your thumb, and and when you go to scan it, is matching up that picture. This is this is using sound waves to map out your thumb, and, and and this what's crazy is like it works perfectly on the last tablet, like no issues. I can't even remember the last time that it missed that, that like I went to go open it and it and it didn't work. Um, and and I so I had to set up face recognition, which I don't like. I don't know why it bothers the fuck out of me, but something about it just bothers me. I don't want that. I don't want to. I don't want it to turn on just because it's looking at my face. I, I don't. It's something that f it feels less intentional. Right, right, right. It's like look, I have, I have like my my home is set up this way. When I go home. It's set up so that when I get, like, basically, when I get close enough to my house, um, it preps or whatever. Like, it it gets ready to unlock. And once my phone connect to my Wi-Fi, it'll, it'll unlock the door. And I'm fine mm. with that. But it doesn't open the door. You know what I mean? And 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 so yep. it's like, if, if, if that that would be too much for me. And this... And you can set this up so that if the, when it recognizes your face, you still have to like swipe up on the screen to open it. But I don't like that either. So I don't know. I don't know. I, I want, I want the ability to pull out my key and put it. I don't. I don't like this. And so, man, but it's great in every other way. the The big, the biggest upgrade is I feel like it charges faster. That might just be in my head. But the fucking speakers are incredible. So like I take, I take this on the road with me, and I like I download movies on the road because hotel Wi Fi is trash. Almost every hotel, even the nicest ones, the Wi-Fi is garbage. And so I download movies to watch on the plane and stuff like that. So when I'm in my hotel room, I don't want to have to sit around with my headphones on. And the, the good speakers, you, you know, because I feel like a tablet being this close to me is just as good as me having a big screen TV over there. 
you know, mm-hmm. and with the yeah. good with the good good speakers. Oh, it's awesome! And these speakers on this are just leaps and bounds above whatever last year was. Uh, what model is this? This is this, this is the Tab S9 Ultra. Um, and so that's where I'm at in my little in my little tech journey. And I also have the Galaxy Watch, the Watch Six Classic on the way. I don't have it yet. Actually, I don't know how the fuck some of these reviewers get them early. Um, but yeah, but I mean, it's so it's so crazy because Samsung is so good in all these other ways. Like here's the other thing: whenever I order something from Samsung, I usually get it early, almost every time. Like if it's, if it's supposed to, get, if they tell me it's coming on the fifteenth, it usually comes on the thirteenth or the fourteenth. Mm-hmm. You know, that's how they. You know, and and if I if I have to return something, flawless. But if you have to actually like interact with the company, if it, like talk to somebody, it, it's unbelievable. And they don't do repairs, so their attitude about this is, well, you can just send it back, and we'll and buy a new one. That's what they they rather you do that than have to. And here's what really pissed me off. And this is where Apple, I, I, I put it like this, Rob. I was so frustrated, I almost switched everything to Apple this weekend. Oh, wow. I, almost, I, I swear to God, I almost, I almost went in, and think about how much money that is to waste, to get, to get rid of my, my phone, my watch, and my tablet, and switch them all to Apple. That would have cost me probably like $5,000, something quite stupid. Yeah. And, but I was that frustrated with it I, because I, I'm, I'm in L.A. with this new tablet that ain't working. I I and I walk into the Samsung store because there's only a couple in America, but this is this is like the Samsung store. It's their corporate store. I walk into the Samsung store with my broken tablet, and you know what they tell me? Uh, we don't have anything to do with the website. Oh, you bought this on the website? It won't have nothing to do with that. So <laughs> so like you can't like you know how when you go, like when you go in the Apple store, your Apple account is is part of the whole thing. You like if you buy, I could buy, I could buy an iPhone in, in in Dubai, and walk into an Apple store in New York, and they like, oh yeah, 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 pull it up right here. We see you purchase it over there, boo, 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 and they'll fix it or exchange it or whatever. You Samsung doesn't do that. Only only Apple and Microsoft do that. The Samsung store is just a store that sells Samsung stuff, but they they don't they 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 are not connected to your Samsung account at all. So they don't give a fuck what you bought online. You can't bring anything in there that you brought online, it's not connected at all. In fact, you have to set up a separate account for the store. It, so it, it's not oh, it's God. not a, a fluid experience. And I was just so frustrated by that, that like I couldn't walk into the store and just exchange it for a new one. <laughs> you know, they, they, it, they would just like be with, so it's that, that's what I'm saying. It's like, if you, if you ever actually have to interact with the company, you're gonna have a hard time. Um, but as long as you have a simple problem that an idiot could foresee, Samsung's great, you know, but, but if you have a problem that they didn't guess you might have, or you, or you, uh, <laughs> or you have something where you might have to go into the store, like, it's just not going to happen. And I'm, I'm still thinking about it. I'm still thinking about switching. This pissed me off that bad. You know how at Apple they have different levels for like the genius bar or whatever, where it's I like you talk that. to the first. So they have like the first level, which is just the person who's been there for two weeks or whatever, and then they escalate it to the next level. They should have that for customers so that if you know what you're talking about, you can automatically skip 
the first part where they te- they ask you like, well, have you tried? Have you logged out and logged back into your security settings? Right, have you turned, right, right. Have you power cycled the phone? Right. All that, like yeah. all, all the like the first two hours where it's like I've done all that. I went on Reddit. I went on GitHub. Yeah. I like, you know, I tried to that's, find that. That's stuff a good out. suggestion for Apple. You're right. And actually, a lot of customer service people need to do this. Where it's like, you know, they sh- you should they should keep a record of how many times. You know, they should give you a little score after you leave the store. Of okay, he kind of knew, he kind of already did all this <laughs> stuff. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that's the that's frustrating. Because instead of treating everyone like they're stupid, because I mean, because that's the that's the Apple way as well. They treat everybody like you're fucking five years old. But the, but the difference is, Samsung is more like it doesn't matter if you're stupid. Like fuck you. You know what I mean? <laughs> Buy it, keep it, whatever. Send it back then. You know, that, that, like, that's their attitude. Send it back. You're like, yeah, but I want it. Okay, then buy a new one. Yeah, but wouldn't it be easier if I just walk into the store and get a new one? No, no. S- send this one back. Buy a new one. By the way, you got you got seven days. If we don't get it back, then we charge you full price for both of them. <laughs> You're like, okay. That, that's why I didn't. So <clears throat> I told you I had I, I, a, f- a few weeks ago I bought that, that monitor from Samsung, right? And they offered white glove service. Which means they'll come in your they'll come in your house and they'll take it they'll take it out of the box and put it somewhere. They won't plug it in, but they'll set it where you want it set. They'll, and they'll they'll leave with all the materials, all the trash. They'll take the, all of that with them. So you just set it with your product. But and that's awesome. But you can't do that with Samsung because you might have to return that bitch. And I'm talking mm. about a big ass 49 inch monitor. It's like it's not no regular box you can put that in. So if they take the box, you can't send it back. And you got to send it back. They're not coming to get it. Ain't no white glove return. <laughs> it's just a white glove drop off. <laughs> so you know, and then I didn't know. I didn't think we were going to start this off with tech talk. But that's I'm that's what's frustrating me uh, today uh, or this week. Huge shout out to this episode sponsor, Sheath Underwear. Chafing seriously sucks. Make it a thing of the past with sheath. Sheath underwear features two pouches, one for your dick and one for your balls. It keeps stuff separated so you can go for a jog, play sports, or just sit at your desk without your dong stuck to your leg for once. They have tons of cool colors and patterns to fit your personal style while making sure you feel comfortable and secure. I I wear sheath underwear myself. I like not having my balls sticking to my legs. Um... I'm still getting on them to get like an extra bigger uh, dick pouch, um, but uh, but yeah, I switched all my underwear over to sheath, um, and I and I really can't wear them, no no other way. Whether you're in the trunks, briefs, or boxer briefs, sheath has you covered. Or maybe you're looking to keep away boob sweat. Awesome, sheath has super comfortable sports bralettes just for you. Go to sheathunderwear.com and get the most comfortable underwear you'll ever wear. Use code BS to get 20% off your first order. Plus, Sheath Underwear is 100% money-back guarantee. That's sheathunderwear.com, promo code BS for 20% off your order. Get Sheath Underwear, support the show, support your balls. By the way, we film, we're filming our special next weekend. Not this weekend coming, but next weekend at the Comedy Mothership. Um, I'm pretty sure all the shows are sold out, though, so there's no, no, no point in talking about it. But maybe you can snag a few. Maybe if you know me, I think I think it might be like, uh, it might be still some leftover VIP seats. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. 
Um, we the, the it's it's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Even though we're not we're not filming on Sunday, so we're filming Friday and Saturday. So um, you know I, there may be tickets. I really don't know if there's tickets left. Because um, <clears throat> people ask me that all the time, how do I get tickets? I'm like, I don't know. I ain't never bought tickets. I have, I can't remember the last time I bought tickets to a comedy show. I don't know how to buy them. You know, and it's different. The shit's different for every club. Uh, and for this one, like I, I've never bought a ticket to the mothership. I don't know, um, honestly. Let, let's actually, let's look. Let's let's check it out. Hold on. It's just through the website. Let's, yeah. Ooh, get tickets. Well, that's that's very simple. Right when to get there, it's right there. Get tickets. Um, Fat man. Okay. Look at that. Rogan and friends. Bottom of the barrel tonight. Uh huh. Solid from the homies. And oh, the dice man cometh. That's the eighteenth and the nineteenth. And there we go. Up, oh, sold out, sold out, sold out, sold out, and sold out. Sorry, guys, I'm popular. Um. Oh, damn, Jeff these, Ross, uh, all sold out. These these AI generated uh, posters are rough. Um, they're not AI generated. I mean, I, I you know that's not true. I think they. I think this person does use. Uh, AI a little, or he uses it sometimes, but most of it is him. Mm, it's AI. It's AI generated assets that are then composited in Photoshop. Oh, uh, I I don't know. I know exactly how this motherfucker does it. You don't like him? I don't like the use of AI in general um, uh, right now. Okay, so this is a moral stance you take in here. Yeah, I mean, whatever. It does. This doesn't fucking matter. Like, who gives a shit about this? I don't, you know, Comedy show just, flyers. I mean, I don't think, uh, I think every comedy show, fly, I mean, all the yeah. comedy show flies before AI were just Photoshop at, you know, people, um, there was a big trend of like doing movie posters and stuff, you know. Yeah, people this doesn't matter. Putting your head on in, stuff. Um, in general, I'm not a fan of people using AI generated uh, art assets uh, for. Yo, was it, was it you telling me about the dude that let, a, uh, let an AI write his vows? Somebody was just I telling me did, about we this. We did, we did, we did talk about that at one point. Yeah, like a, a AI wrote this man's vows to his woman, um, and I think the big mistake this man made is he told somebody because then she found out and she was upset. You know, I'm like, why would you do that and tell somebody? Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. People, I mean, people, some some people just fucking some. There is a subset of people who are so horny for this AI stuff that. They will advertise that, like, oh, I did this with AI, you know. Oh, you mean the people that lack talent? Yeah, they're yeah, yeah they're they are losers. I'm talking about losers. Yeah, because because here's the thing: there's a difference between the people that see AI as a tool and people that see AI as the solution to them not having any talent. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Well, now I can just coach my football team through AI. Please believe that's coming. <laughs> some coach, some coach is going to use a use AI to use Chat GPT to call their plays. It's, it's, yeah, some people are just because the, you know this. It's the same kind of people that because I'm the type of person that like even like back because when I when I when I was coming up, guys, there was a there was a thing called a game genie, and it allowed you to cheat at the game. Like it, you could you could you know basically hack into the game, and you had to get the codes, and it would unlock things. And I was always one of those people that was like, I, the game genie is for fun after you beat the game. But you, I want to earn 
beating the game. And and there's a lot of games that got left unbeaten. But I just I wanted to beat them without cheating. And then you can go in there and fuck around and move things and my things. But there's some people that right away they go buy the guides and go to the website. It's like like even like people even do this in Di- in Diablo Four. And I, I don't like playing with people like this. Where they go, you know, they go to some website and go, this is the best build. And so this is how you have to play. You know, and it's like, no, you don't. You can play how you want. You know, fuck a, what's, fuck a meta. What does that mean? It just means, oh, you took the top streamer's opinion and you feel like you got to play just like that or you can't play. You know, it's like, or you can figure it out yourself. What do you think they did? I you have know? one, def- I have one general defense. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. What's your defense? Of the Game Genie, like, for instance, I can understand using a Game Genie to practice, like, remember, like, Nintendo hard games, right? Like, Battletoads or something like that, where I I can imagine using the Game Genie to, to do the stage select and, like, practicing the more difficult levels towards the end without having to play through the easy first three, four, five levels, right, every single time, practicing those, mm. and then eventually you're like, okay, now I know how to beat those levels. Because people do that all the time for like speed runs and stuff. They use like save states on emulators so they can practice certain portions of the speed run without having to go through the entire beginning part. But that's, again, that's using it as a tool, not as a I beat the game button. No, that sounds like a you thing. Most most people (laughs) bought this because they wanted to cheat. You know, it's the same same type of, uh, you know, maybe Game Jam is not a good example. No, I think game well, is a okay, great example. Here's a, here's a better example. Here's a better example. The same type, like I told you, I, I play a lot of uh, a lot of Overwatch. Um, I'm not not I wasn't really into Call of Duty, the modern ones, but but people cheated those. They have aim bots, right? Um, that's really the big cheat. Is that you know they have aim bots, they have wall hacks where they can see you through walls and stuff like that. And they climb the ladder. There's even been people they they caught cheating at like Counter Strike. These are all first person shooters. They call them cheating in tournaments, and, and all, or, or even in the pro circuit, they call them cheating. And it's like, now it's one thing if it's money on the line. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't agree. I don't agree with you cheating, but I understand, you know. But it's people that they're playing on the ladder in competitive play, just on the game. They're not, they're not winning anything and doing anything, but they want to be able to look at the at the rankings and see that they're in the top whatever. And they know they didn't earn it. You understand what I'm saying? Like the type of person that the type of person that gets satisfaction from the appearance of being talented. I I and 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 and, and that's just a different species of human. I'm just not built like that. That's most people. Yeah, I'm just not built like that cuz I want to I want to beat you. I don't want to cheat you. I want to beat you. With my with my cleverness, I want to beat you with my tactics. I want to beat you with my mind and my skills. I don't want to just look like I beat you. You know what I mean? It, I, and 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 maybe I would have to talk to one of these people to really <clears throat> dive into their mind because these because here's the thing: m- most people would outwardly say they agree with me that the the people that cheat and buy cheats for video games are fucking losers, right? But these people that make these cheats, they making millions and millions of dollars. Every time a new game comes out that they think is going to be popular, they go create cheats for it, and people pay for them. So they out here, and it's a lot of people that are that would just want to look like they a beast. 
you know, and pe- people get like same thing. Like people been caught on stream cheating. You know, like they streaming and don't realize they left a window open or something, or they go to tab out and the cheat is, the cheat is running, and it's like you don't, you know, I'm 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 really I'll keep talking about it. I'm really about to start streaming and just take over the game because you don't have to be good at the game to stream. You just got to be interesting, right? It's it's a talent. It's it's something that everybody can't do. Everybody wants to, but but again, when you don't have any real talent, you have to cheat. You know, that's what AI is for some people. It's like it's not something to enhance art. It's something because they can't make they can't make art, and they, this is just an easy way to do it. So I, you know, but it is the future. It it it, it it's coming, it's coming. Um. Uh, also, uh, um, Austin, Texas has reached its. This is the hundred. I mean, this is the what is this the sixty? No. This is, is this the 42nd straight day at 100 degrees over? Is it? Something like that. Um, Austin consecutive. 52. Oh, no, that was 2022. Let's see. N- no, no, no. So it was 38 days on the July 25th, and, and today is August 15th. So goddamn. So... So from July 25th to now, how many days is that? 20, 21 days. Yeah, so that, so that that puts us at 50, 51 or 52 straight days of 100 degrees or more. Also hit a string of 10 days in a row of 105 or more, which that is that is Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, we cracking. I mean, everything, all the records being broken. So apparently... <laughs> Something happened with El Nino, and we had a heat dome at the end of the spring, which dried out all the, which dried out the the moisture from the from the dirt, which did, which usually is what protects Austin from having a super hot summer, especially during the El Nino. So, um, oh yeah, and climate change. So, but all those things, <laughs> that's the big part. Um, is so I yeah I think next year is going to be even more. You know. It's like, did I just move to, to hell? Is it just going to be? Because it feels like it's never going to not be hot. That's how hot it is. It feels like it just be hot here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like it's never going to be not this way. You know, even the bugs, even the bugs ain't really out there like that. You know, and this is what I hate too. When it's this, when it's this hot, then the bugs come out at night, and it's just, ugh. And it's, it's, you know, it's still it's ninety degrees at night. <laughs> You know, this feels like this, like the last time I've been somewhere where it was ninety degrees at night. I was in Iraq. I was sitting in the desert, going, "God damn, I can't wait to get back to America." <laughs> and then here we are. You know. Well, so how fucking hot is it in Iraq now? Um, I don't. I have no idea. I have no idea, and I hope that I never know. I hope. I, I hope I never have to care. Um. Also. You know, so speaking of it being hot and it driving people crazy, people starting to exhibit weird behaviors. Um, a lot of smashing grabs in in Los Angeles right now. This ha- this happened while I was in Los Angeles. So apparently these uh these <laughs> these stores are getting hit and robbed. Um, some the last one was a Nordstrom's, I believe. So what's happening now is um, people are masking up. They're getting together in large groups. I want to say a hundred people or more, 
and they're running into department stores and just running out with everything. Um, valuables. Uh, and of course, you got your tough on crime people that, you know, that don't understand that crime is more than one thing. That it's not just an event. There's things that led up to the event. And when you tell them that, they think you're making excuses for the criminals. And it's like, well, and so it, it just goes in a circle where it's like, hey, maybe, you know, address the housing issue. You know, it's like they because they, they don't see like what because I think the way that some conservatives need to see it is that these people are just bad people. They're criminals. And they're doing criminal activities. That's that's just their they they are they're like the type of person they are is criminal. But in reality, I think most of those people have been recruited by an actual criminal. Be, you know, they they they're being taken advantage of because they're desperate for food and money and work and all other things, and they get recruited by these people that's going to actually sell these goods somewhere else. You know. Um, you know, it's, it's no different than like you ever have the kids walk, ring your doorbell and go, we trying to raise money for our basketball team. Can you buy this candy bar? And it's a scam. But those kids are being used by adults that drive into your neighborhood and drop them off and try to sell you candy. You know, you know, so it's, it, it's the same kind of thing, but on a bigger, bigger scale, you know. Um, now, I think you're stupid um, to commit a crime with hundreds of other people. That's just a you're just asking to go to prison. You know, no, there's no way a couple hundred people are going to keep keep their shit together. You know, and there's no the other thing, too, is like there's no way I'm going to run up in a store with 100 other people and run out with a bunch of valuables and then give them motherfuckers to somebody else, because that's definitely what's happening. You know, yeah, yeah, this is a this is an organized thing. This isn't a bunch of fucking teenage kids deciding um, that they're going to organize and run into this store, you know, it's uh, for sure. I mean, it's yeah. uh, Peter Shamshiri who is a Lawboy Esquire on Twitter or X, whatever the fuck it's called now, hosts a podcast called Five Four about the Supreme Court, and he talks about like the conservative uh, perspective on law and order is what he calls the good boy bad boy model. Which is just like, look, in society, there's good boys and there's bad boys, and the law exists to punish the bad boys, right. and and I think the question is, you know, you say, well, why are there sometimes more good boys, and sometimes there's fewer good boys, or more bad boys or fewer bad boys, and it's like you have to look at the context of the social fabric around them. But I mean, also that's just a childish way of looking at the human. Yeah, condition. it's just it's ridiculous. It, everyone's a bad boy and a good boy. <laughs> you know, it's just mm-hmm. your circumstances dictate what what gets expressed. And so you have to take responsibility for creating circumstances. You know what I mean? Is is that cuz it, Yeah, it's almost like you going It's like, listen, you're not a cannibal. You know, most of us would say that we aren't cannibals. But if I if, if but if I drop you in a, you know, if I if I drop your ass in the middle of a mountain range, you know, and it's been two weeks since you had something to eat. One of y'all getting ate. You know what I'm saying? That's just what it is. Yeah. So, so it's like it's weird for people to act like, oh, there's just good guys and bad guys, and that's all there is to it. And if you do a bad thing, you're a bad guy. And then when they do a bad thing, they go, well, that's, that doesn't count. You know. So I, I, you know, I don't believe. I don't. I don't. I don't. Tr- <sighs> Here we are again. 
I just don't believe in humans. Uh, I think it's just going to keep getting worse and worse. And it's going to be the, the same things that happened this year are going to happen next year, except it's going to be 120 degrees. Because can you imagine? Can you imagine when we actually have to start getting used to that 120 degrees? Because that's coming. I hope it happens. I hope it happens right the day before I die. I I want to be the one. I want to be the one, you know, in, in my old person bed with the AC blasting. And, and I want I want my air conditioning to put the last bit of greenhouse, like the, 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 the tipping, the last straw shit. What do you call that? The tipping point? I want my... I want the, the greenhouse gas that comes out of my air conditioning to be the one that pushes us over the edge. With like to cause that uncontrollable chain reaction where we just you know, like like I want it to be, you know, I want to I want to, I want things to be just super hot and concerning, and then the day after I die, I want it to be fucking Venus. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> just the surface is uninhabitable. Yeah, because I think Just that's the where atmosphere we're lights on fire. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to quit smoking. You can't smoke out here. Um. Okay, wait, but we have we have, we have an email. Yeah, let's well, you got a point. To, you got a point to make, Rob. Well, I want I wanted to bring up uh, one of the one of these articles that I dropped in the Trello. Uh, we have this article from MDPI, which is. Um, an open access journal says the human ecology of overshoot why a major population correction is inevitable and it is directly on point to what you were just saying where did, where you see that where is that rob this is a whole this is a whole fucking scientific paper you about to read this whole thing <laughs> no it's just the abstract basically we're all dead is what it said population oh. increased from 1 to 8 billion and a greater than 100 fold expansion uh, in just two centuries on a finite planet has thus propelled modern techno-industrial society into a state of advanced overshoot. Yeah, but what is the po- what, what is what is the point of what they're saying? They're saying that we're about to... That, that we're going to... That, that we are on the front end... We are on the front end of a one-off boom-bust cycle. That the global economy will inevitably contract and humanity will suffer the largest population correction... Uh, in its history, basically that that you that, think, that you we, think that's we will not ec- because of economics. Well, they think that the climate collapse will cause an economic collapse, which will cause a population collapse, and that we won't bounce back from it. As opposed to in the in the past, humanity has has gone through boom bust cycles of expansion and contraction throughout uh, throughout the world. Uh, well. I'm just saying there's some scientific backing. Whoa, really? No, no, no. Yeah, I disagree. I think we're going to, we always find a way to just be, to be worse, you know? Cause I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe there'll be, cause I, and, and honestly, I, I think if, if it's going to be something like that, it's going to be a virus. Because if you think about what just happened, the pandemic has primed people the, the the pandemic and the and the reaction to it has primed people to not trust science, not trust the medical industry. Um, you know, the a lot of people didn't even didn't get vaccinated or anything like that. And so when the next 
thing comes along and it's even deadlier than COVID. Like when something come around that's seriously like wiping shit out, we ain't going to do nothing about it. You know? And it's like, that's what's going to come. And, and here's the other thing too. We haven't done anything different now. We're not prepared for the, for another pandemic. Y'all know this. The, our politicians are just like, what are the chances? It's gonna, you know, it was a hundred years since the last one. What's the chances of it happening anytime soon? So they're not well, even some people on. don't even believe it happened. Some people well, don't even believe that COVID happened. Yeah, I mean, and listen, I don't have an iota of energy to argue with those people. I, you know, believe what you want to believe. But but I'll say this: your standard for belief is what's important. Like what? How do you decide what what to believe and what not to believe? You really you really have to ask yourself that question. You know. To see whether your beliefs are bullshit or not, and uh, the so in the ability to be that discerning is just lost on most people. I, you know, I just don't. I don't have the energy. That's why I don't argue with people online. So you know what I started mm-hmm. doing? I just compliment them. You know, I, if I even pay attention, like I like somebody will try to insult me in a comment or uh, or even in the DM or something like that. And sometimes I'll be this close. I'll write out a whole. <laughs> you know, thing, you know, and I done gone, you know, I done gone on your page and see and and fo- and, and looked at your family and f- and who they follow. And, and I don't and I got a whole thing typed out. And then I realized, oh, that's a lot of energy. You just put into that, you know, to this person that just want attention, you know. And so I just go, hey, peace and blessings. You know, there's no if I'm if I say anything at all. Most people I just ignore. Um, that's yeah, probably the I, best. Yeah, yeah. I read I read them, though. I still read some of the comments. You know, I, I don't have time to read them all. I damn sure don't have time to respond to them all. But it's wild how the people you feel the need to respond to are the ones that say negative things. You don't you don't feel compelled to, go, to, to say thank you to every person that says something nice. But you feel compelled to say something nasty back to people that say something, you know, mean to you. And it's like those people just hate themselves. You know what I mean? Going to Rob's <laughs> point. Aren't millennials having less kids? You know what I mean. And millennials are like the biggest generation since the boomers. I don't think. I don't think so. They're just having them later. Yeah, they're they're having kids later. I understand. And um, it, well, they're having they're definitely having worse kids. <laughs> you know what I mean? The kids are worse people nowadays. Because you know, because they don't. You know, I think a lot of the, I think a lot of the kids lack fortitude. You know. They, or at least they think they do. Their their ability to work through, to push through adversity, is lacking. I think. You know, they, a lot of a lot of them don't have no fight in them beyond posting about stuff. Talking about Gen Z. Yeah, yeah. Those are, those are the millennials' kids, right? That's Gen X kids. But fucking fight, fight for what? Push oh, through for, for what? The, for all the things they're crying about. You know, but but to what end? You're not gonna like they're not gonna fix it. So like, right, right, you know exactly. So what you want? So what? So what's your option? If there's nothing you can do about it, you still you got to live your life still. You got to move on or kill somebody. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? At some point, at some point, you got to either you got to be da- you got to be dangerous. You know, it's like because because that's what I'm saying. It's like people are willing to go online and go, you know, you see people do it all the time, right? I just did it. 
I'm complaining about a company on my platform. You know, and maybe maybe somebody at Samsung will see that and be like, let's get right to it. Maybe they won't. But I'm not, you know, I don't need to make a video tomorrow and the next day and get a petition and all this other stuff because they're not going to do anything. And unless it's so serious that I'm willing to go down there and blow up a Samsung store, then I got to let it go. I, my options are re, my options are return this tablet, keep my old one, write an email to customer service, switch everything to Apple, or kidnap a Samsung exec and his family. <laughs> you know what I mean? So so it's like most of these most of these kids they're not willing to bleed for what they believe in. You know? Yeah. Dad. Well, I mean, you 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 you've said this in the past, and I think I agree with it more now than I did when you first said this to me. But it's basically you have to money is power in a capitalist system. You have to make enough money where you don't give a fuck about any of this stuff. Like you can just be like, oh, whatever. I'll just go buy another fucking five thousand. I'll I'll pay five thousand dollars and make the switch to Apple, and then right, I'll do that right. until it breaks. And and then you just have to figure out a way to make that kind of money in such a way that you can look yourself in the fucking face the the next morning. Yeah, yeah. You, know? you got to make enough money that you, that you can live with. <laughs> you know, yeah. or you could Jeff you could Jeff Bezos it and just and just be like, man, I don't give a fuck what's happening on the other side of this check. Did did the wire clear? <laughs> <laughs> you know. Well, that's what I mean. That's that's his that's his evolutionary adaptation, right? Is that he's just a fucking lizard he doesn't care bro yeah he's not he giving don't care. shit that's why he was like ah, I'm, we're friends I'm like that nigga ain't your friend that's crazy <laughs> that's crazy that you think you can be friends with elon musk or mark zuckerberg or jeff bezos they're they're they not built like that to to them you're a tool that can get them more money or less money that's how they look at everybody you're a you're an asset or a liability they look at every single person in their life that way you know, I don't know. I, I, and maybe I'm wrong because here's the thing. I don't know any I don't know any billionaires. I don't think I've ever I've never even been in a room with a billionaire. You know, but but so all of this is just speculation and psychological evaluation. And I don't have a fucking I don't have a degree in psychology, but that's the only way I can explain somebody being comfortable with. I'll put it. I'll put it to you like this: Name somebody that got billions of dollars, and then you trace, you know, and their company or their organization isn't responsible for some major net negative. You, they they aren't. You know, Zuckerberg invented or at least uh, redefined social media. It's ruined the way people communicate with each other. It's probably going to be looked back on as like the downfall of this current shit, right? Jeff Bezos, obviously, there are there there's poverty and slavery. Same thing with Apple at the other end of everything. You know, so it's like you can't accrue that kind of you can't accrue that kind of money without there being suffering as a result and you, and you have to not care about that. You know, it has to not bother you that I mean, and I guess I guess in a way we're all that to some degree, you know, I'm gonna go buy the next thing. I'm I'm gonna buy the next phone, and I don't and I don't I don't know exactly what who's suffering because of it, but I I kind of know that someone is. You know, what about Mark Cuban? What about him? Well, he's a billionaire. What did 
who who suffered under him? I don't know nothing about him. What is what is he what is he rich from? Some software that he sold. That's not that's not specific enough. Let's see here. How did Mark Cuban make his money? He sold he's he sold a video portal called broadcast.com to Yahoo in the nineties for like six billion or seven billion dollars or for something. Six like or seven billion dollars? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yahoo. Okay. And what else has he done since then? Bought the Dallas Mavericks, Shark yeah. Tank. Uh, I, I will I will say his his company that does I forget the name of it that does the um it's not good RX, but it's kinda like that. It's like they do low cost prescription medications. Like that's probably on balance a good company, I would say. But Yeah, that's not bad. But but we're talking about, you know how how much is Mark Cuban worth? Five point one billion. Okay, I mean that's getting into the billionaire. That's that's the he's in he's in the front though. I, and maybe maybe you can get that kind of money without. But I I have no idea. I have no idea what he pays people. What he what he's underpaid people. If he's stolen things from people. But it's it's very hard to acquire that much money unless you fucking somebody over. You know. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know nothing about the guy. But next time I see you, I'm gonna. It's in there. The darkness is in the, is in there, but I do know people that know him. I know people that have, that know Mark Cuban, I've, or at least I've I've known people that knew him, and he he his reputation is that he's a good guy. I met him one time. Yeah, was he decent? He was a very very nice guy, but I mean, I you yeah. know I didn't I as didn't you ought to be. Convers- yeah, I didn't have a deep conversation with the man. If you have five billion dollars, you shouldn't be mean to nobody. <laughs> yeah. That that so that's the other side of it too. Is like and and you know here's here's a, here's the other honest to God truth. I've never heard of Zuckerberg or uh, Bill Gates or any of those being like directly mean to nobody. Elon Musk is the only person I've seen be mean. He's the only billionaire I've seen be at, mean to somebody in public, like publicly. Right. You know? But usually it's like what well, you you cause that should be a rule. If you if you're worth a billion dollars. Anyone, any U.S. citizen should be able to smack the shit out of you if you're disrespectful at all. <laughs> you know? Because society is society is propping you up to help you live this luxurious lifestyle. You don't have the right to be mean to no fucking body. Nobody, unless you're paying them. You don't got the right to be mean to nobody that don't work for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Move the fuck out of the way. Because here, here, here's the other side of it is like, we're also we're we're also uh, we're also down and ready to worship one of these motherfuckers that we will like we will literally a struggling business like a struggling restaurant will give Mark Cuban a free meal. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They'll give Mark Cuban a free meal and won't get it and won't give them and will give their employees fifty percent off. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or ten percent off. It's like so, it, you know. I'm I'm over the I'm over the fucking the the, the rich people worship. Um, but I would I would like to know. I would like to know how Mar, uh, whether Mark Cuban has done any evil shit. It seems like he's trying to mitigate that by doing ethical things. But we'll see. Um, I'm forty. So his we have an email. Right. This is the last thing we're gonna do. Um. Oh wait a minute. We have a voicemail. From Tony's wife? Yes. We'll do that on the next episode. Yeah, we'll do that on the next um, episode. 
Really enjoy the show. So email from Matt. Really enjoy the show. I'm 46 out of Cleveland as a touring comic, and you get to see the world. How much have you noticed the decline of the Midwest slash Rust Belt? If you drive down one of the main streets that connects the suburbs to the inner city, it's depressing. No jobs, no people. Am I crazy? But is this happening all over? Places where blue-collar workers flourished and are now wastelands. Have a great day and keep at it. If you already <laughs> were here this year and I missed you, my bad. Definitely will catch you next time you come through. From Cleveland. Actually, I haven't been to Cleveland since... Uh, man, it's been a while. It's been a couple of years since I've been to Cleveland. Um... Yeah, but I don't uh um I don't drive to the suburbs when I'm in a major city. So um but yeah, it seems like everywhere is kind of the same where every to me now with the except with with some exceptions like with except with the exception of like the crown jewel cities like you know like Austin, Montreal, Los Angeles, New York. Most major cities to me look like um, like like I, like what I said when I went to Detroit. Detroit to me, the first thing I thought when I got to Detroit was I'm like, it looks like someone tried to build a replica of New York City and ran out of money. Hmm. And that's how a lot of major cities seem to me. Like there's someone wanted to do something here and then changed their mind. And and so you know what what's happening is there are there are like hubs of luxury and excess being built near poverty, which I guess is always the way it's always been. It's just that where the poor areas are and when the nice areas are have have changed up. You know, I was talking to my mama last night and it's like a lot of the you know, a lot of the places in DC when I grew up, it was a lot of places in DC like you just couldn't go. It was a lot of projects that you just shouldn't be around unless you lived it. And mm-hmm. that, now those places are like luxury like they've tore them they've torn them down and now they're they're like luxury apartments and shit. Luxury condos, um, you know. So where the money is changes, but but the thing is, there's always going to be. You can't have a rich area that is not close to a poor area. You know that's why all these motherfuckers in Hollywood they get money, they move up and they move to Beverly Hills, and they don't realize that's right next to the hood. Mm-hmm. That, that's why a lot of people get robbed and killed over in Beverly Hills. You know. Because that, that's what the money is. You right next, and the reason the reason why the poverty has to be nearby is because who's going to do all of the poor people work? You know what I mean? You you go get a mansion. Now you need servants. You need cooks. You need maids. You need groundskeepers. Where they going to live at? You don't want you don't want them to live two hours away, right? So it's it's going to always be something like 15, 20 minutes away where all the poor people are. Cause you don't pay them enough to clean your house, <laughs> so so you know, <laughs> it, 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 you you can't have you need workers, so you can't have you can't have excess, you can't have luxury without people that work for you, and you and if you pay those people too much, oh, actually that might be a good thing, but I don't know, <laughs> you know, I, I can't sit here and pretend like I have the solution to poverty, you know, <laughs> um, I, I I feel I feel like it's kind of. A feature of our system. It's it's as long as we're a capitalist society, poverty is going to exist because that it it's just the byproduct of 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 hoarding money. You know, it's just because that's what that's that's what capitalism is. The goal is 
for you to hoard as much money as you possibly can and to extract it in as many ways as you possibly can. And as long as something is making money, it's seen, it's mostly seen as morally acceptable. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Cause how many, how many times, you, how many times have we seen, have we, have we said, we seen something that was completely horrible and it's justified by, Hey man, you got to make a dollar or it's just business or whatever. Yeah. Damn. That's why you don't go to prison for money crimes unless you're stealing from other rich people. I mean, if you're a rich person. You know, very rarely do you see somebody actually pay pay, pay the price for, for, for anything right. like that. Yeah, yeah. You can, rob, you, can, you can poison and rob 40 people um, and, 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 go to, and you'll go to prison. You know what I mean? But if, but if you poison or rob 1,000 people, that's just business, you know. Right. The stuff, the stuff they're doing with the housing market, you know, these these big companies like buying up all the housing and then inflating the market, and all of this, all this other shit. While we're in the middle of a housing crisis, like that's not illegal. That's just business. It's just good business, you know. And even though it it is leading to the downfall of society and the homeless problem is going up, and now people are running in the stores and mobs and smashing grabs, old school shit. And pretty soon, it's not going to be Nordstrom's. It's going to be McDonald's. People going to be like, all right, 40 of us get together. We're going to everybody grab as much <laughs> everybody grab as much food and grease, grease. As, you can, as you can carry out this motherfucker. Yeah. We throwing Big Mac barbecues for the whole month. Yeah. So who knows? Did you ever, did you ever hear that story about... Uh, I don't know how accurate this this hypothesis is, but that the big blackout that happened in New York City in the 80s was what directly led to the explosion of hip hop because uh, during the blackout, people looted all of the like electronics and instrument stores. Mm. And it basically transferred all of this super expensive high-tech equipment to into the, the black community, yeah. I like that. I, I I just saw something recently that I saw a flyer that had like Jay Z and Fat Joe on it that was saying something about a blackout, and I, I meant to look into it, but I I did not know that. And we actually overlooked. We just recently had the 50th anniversary of of hip hop. Um, um, I don't know how you celebrate such a thing other than just listening to music, which I do anyway. So, what what is it the 50th anniversary of? Is it a particular event? Um, or? I don't know. I didn't look into it at all, and I'm. I, I said um, but it, it's, pro- it's probably a, pa- a, a a DJ'd party or something. But yeah, because I, I also had the same question: what what makes it today? You yeah. Know? Um, but it wasn't today. It was like four days ago. But but I but I have no idea what e- what actual event happened where they like that was the beginning of hip hop that exact moment, you know. I mean, I think we all know it was started in the Bronx. It says no. says the birthplace of hip hop was a rec room at fifteen twenty Sedgwick Avenue, where on August eleventh, nineteen seventy three, DJ Cool Herc and his sister Cindy Campbell threw a party and spun some records. Okay. I mean, you gotta you gotta point to something, I guess. Yeah, somebody threw a party. Somebody um, threw a party. Well, of course it started with a party, but then. Yeah, but what is it now? Ugh. You know, does it have to? <laughs> I think now they did another, another black, another block party. Uh, 
It says, hip-hop legend KRS-One headlined a block party on Cedric Avenue in the Bronx to mark the 50th anniversary of hip-hop. It's a nice little bookend. Yeah, you gotta love KRS-One. <laughs> 